Hello, everyone, and welcome back to We're Watching Star Trek, the original series. I'm your host, Brandon. Again, here with Paul. Yo, yo, people. Apparently, we're having technical issues because I suck at my uh, computer things going on. But my voice sucks, but uh, we're here. We're going to get it done, and hopefully uh, everything comes through nice. So let's get it. And a man whose voice doesn't suck, Dan. <laughs> Round two for Giddy Up. <laughs> giddy, giddy Up Part giddy Two, up, Electric up. Boogaloo. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, we're covering uh, season two, episode two of the original series, Who Mourns for Adonis? I think that's what we settled on, not Adonis. Uh, original air date, September 22nd, 1967, according to Paramount. All other sources say otherwise. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're just going to jump into it. And as always, the Enterprise is flying somewhere because it's a spaceship and that's what it does. And uh, fly, fly, fly. there is a bridge on the spaceship. And there's a lieutenant there who hands Kirk a report on Pollux 5, which, uh, not Pollux Troy. It's not Caster Troy's brother from Face Off. That's a cool-ass <laughs> name, though, for that guy. You know, Troy. Yeah, she real. should have handed him that, like, hey, you know, movie night idea. Yeah, here's, here's Pollux Mo- Troy. <laughs> movie night. That's funny. Uh, so yeah, she says that uh, they, they've scanned the entire system, and uh, it's been almost the same thing everywhere that there is a strange lack of intelligent life on that planet and uh kirk just wants her to do the same report for pollux 4 so they're clearly not doing them in numerical order and uh bones notes that uh the lieutenant looks a little bit tired and she says that she was up all night working on the report and then scotty's like well hey uh how about we just go get a little coffee and i promise i won't put anything in it yeah (laughs) he slid in quick Yep, so she agrees. She's like, yeah, let's go get some coffee. And then uh, Kirk and Bones, they start making like little subtle jokes about Scotty uh, being into L- Lieutenant, whose name is Carolyn, we find out right here. And how could you not be? Uh, but uh, Scotty and Carolyn, they uh, exit the bridge as Kirk and McCoy have this really weird, like, sexist discussion about how she'll, she'll eventually find the right man and leave the service. <laughs> and, like, yeah, it was like, did not it was a little well. weird. It was a little weird at the same time. I was like, yeah, it didn't age well at all. I just well, didn't get no. it. Yeah, because Bones was like, I don't think she's right for him. Like, why, yeah. are, you being all, yeah, why are you being all jelly, a, Bones? That, like, you should have moved. Yeah. yeah. Every woman's right there. for Scotty. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all Scotty right for Scotty. Like, let's be like, honest here. Like, he's like, uh, I like all women, sir. That's right, oh, okay. yeah. He don't give a fuck. Uh, he, well, he, Scotty's a gentleman. He's like, gentlemen, like, don't be talking about me now. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, fuck both of them. I love Bones, but fuck him. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. They're, they're really hating. I don't, I don't like that at all. Yeah. So, yeah, so they enter orbit around Pollux 4, and Spock does some preliminary reports, and they don't detect any life forms, and uh, they start doing a cartographic scan, and suddenly Sulu, uh, he spots a large transparent green object coming towards them. Um, so the, the big green thing opens up and it, it's a big fucking green hand just, just floating out in space. Wow. That's when I, I was like, wow. Okay. Like I let it go really quick but for a moment. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Oh it yeah. Was it big is green. So, it's big green. Yeah. Big green. And, uh, so Kirk asks Spock, he's like, is that a hand? As if he doesn't have like two of them to reference to do like a quick comparison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like is that a, a big dumb hand question. Well, yeah. Sometimes we'd ask questions, you know, the answer to already, very stupid question. Yeah, well, I mean, he's just in disbelief, like a fucking giant floating green hand in space. In fairness, though, he might have gotten to uh, Scotty's stuff, and he's like, am I really seeing that? Oh, so he was was feeling like, am I really seeing this right now? Is that that you again, Scotty? (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, but uh, Spock says that it's not living tissue and it's not a projection, but it uh, appears to be a field of energy. So they try to evade the hand, uh, but it stays in front of them and just grabs the ship like it's a cheeseburger. And it just like throws the crew around all over the place. So again, people like Lower Decks are fucked because they just got grabbed by a big hand and they don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea. I, I, I reference I reference it like almost like he grabbed the Frisbee. Yeah. Like, it's like, y'all don't grab a Frisbee real quick. Like, I'll take this. Just break the saucer off and just throw that ship. And then, Amen? And then uh, my girl, uh, Yohora says, it's almost like it means to grab us. Well, it's a hand, lady. <laughs> <laughs> what else is it going to do? It what looks if it like it's going to grab me. What like, if it turns into like a big a mouth hand, hand and it just do? starts fucking eating at us? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what do you think hands do? Yeah. I, I do you want to make a point, though, what uh, Brandon was just saying when uh, they get the uh, medical update? People are getting hurt because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no clue. Oh, oh, yeah, see. So you're talking about the Lord Dex reference, and I'm and I'm thinking I get I get where we're going with it though. Just I just imagine before, though that you're just going. like you're doing something like walking through the corridor, and you walk by a window, and there's just a fucking big green hand out there, and you're just kind of like, yeah, oh, fuck. No. like today was today was my off day. <laughs> like now you gotta deal with this shit. Now yeah, I gotta like, work. Going on, man? I got- yeah. Oh, uh, here we go again. Yep. Another hand. I wanted to make like a master hand joke too. I don't know if you guys have played Super Smash Brothers, how there's just the big fucking hand boss at the like Nintendo 64 one. It just like slaps the shit out of you. Oh, never seen it before. Oh, oh so well, anyway, uh, Sully reports that the helm is not answering and they can't move around this hand. So, uh, this like, this is exactly the kind of thing that I've been wanting forever out of the show though, was just like fucking weird shit in space. Like, I, I get, I'm tired of political things and like godlike beings which we get to a little well, bit later. this is a godlike being though sir i'm just going to clarify this is a godlike being episode I know, it started that way. but i was really pumped to just have like a weird big space hand like that's that was what i've been looking for this entire time and they, they've been letting me down now i finally get big weird space hand and it has fucking nothing to, like it doesn't even fit the theme okay i'm not going to really go on this rant but i'm going to go on this rant it doesn't even fit <laughs> oh, the theme of the fucking episode what does this hand have to do with anything <laughs> It looked cool. That's what happened. Yeah, but it could have been Imagine anything. Just a like a field of energy. Like, why did it have to be a fucking hand? Doing what you do. You're, you're, you're seven. Doing what you're doing. Like, oh my God, it's a hand on screen. That looks so cool. It, it could now have I'm been. Now I'm like, oh, a hand on screen. You know, yeah, I'm wondering if it wasn't the hamburger cool. helper hand. <laughs> Does that, do they use that anymore? Is that still their mascot? I don't know. I don't think they oh, have I don't one. know. But anyway, this, the sure. hand could have been anything. It could have been a foot. It could have been like a lobster claw. Like it didn't have to really be just like anything. But I don't know why. Just hand got it's, me pumped. It's, like for, a, it's, for like hand, it's very like uh, it's very um, generic in a way. I know yeah. what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's like oh, it's a hand grabbing. Like it could have been a beam of light or something yeah, like that. Just or something. just literally anything. A little, a little more intelligent. Yeah, yeah. So we get the show opening, and we come back to a shot of the Enterprise being held by the big green transparent hand, which is an it's an awesome shot. Looks really good in the. Uh, um, remastered version that we're watching. And then I actually went and looked up what it originally looked at. Uh, not quite as cool, but still looked good for the time. We actually, I used that picture because we didn't record anything for the last couple weeks. And I used that picture to say, you know, hey, sorry, we got caught up, you know, unexpected circumstances and we're not, you know, going to have an episode this week. And it was the original one of the hand grabbing. Uh, the, the original oh, okay. Model. Yeah. You see, guys, I don't check our Twitter. I don't doing that more often. I'm, I'm terrible of it. He does all this cool work on Twitter, and I never check any of it, so at least I, I check it. I rarely check it either. Uh, so, yeah, we get the, the big hand holding stuff, and then we get a Captain's Log recapping the last three and a half minutes that we've seen. And I, I don't know why they do that, just in case you miss the opening, Commercial. I guess. like 
Uh, because when you're at commercial, you forget everything. What happened? How long do you think their commercial breaks were back then? Uh, the show ran for, the episodes are 50 minutes, so it probably had an hour time slot. So they probably had like 10 minutes of commercials, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, say three commercials, about four minutes a piece, probably somewhere in there. Yeah, which which now, I mean, you, you have like 50 minutes of commercials and 10 minutes of show. <laughs> oh, you don't. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> it's a lot, though. Yeah. So yeah, we get Captain's Log, and then uh, Kirk is giving orders to his crew to report to uh, relay their position to and circumstances to Starbase 12. It's always Starbase 12. I don't know why. And uh, he wants Sulu to try and rock the ship free of the hand. And so uh, this is where we get McCoy. He r- just reports that there's like just minor injuries to the crew. And uh, so, so Sulu is like, all right, we're going we're gonna to rock this ship out of here. And then he uh, makes one small forward thrust. And nothing happens. He's like, well, I give up. <laughs> that was it. Just, <laughs> I've tried everything. <laughs> I've done I've everything. I've, we're good now. Yeah, I've done nothing and it won't work. <laughs> like, no, oh, we're cool now. Let's go home. Yeah, solid try from Sulu. Um, but Spock reports uh, the same thing he did earlier. He's just like, yep, it's not living tissue. It's energy. Like, okay, Spock, thank you. It's very helpful. And so uh, Kirk goes back to Sulu and uh, tells them to have the forward tractor beams adjusted to repel instead of to pull things in, which is, I didn't know that they could do that, but that's a, a solid idea. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so they do that, uh, but nothing happens. And Sulu's like, well, there doesn't seem to be anything to push against, which makes perfect sense. They're just pushing into open space. Um, so Spock calls out that he's got something on his scanner and then they put it up on the screen and it's uh, an image of a, a guy and like, he, he looks like he's, they're, they're going to specify that it's like Greek. I was thinking like Roman, which I guess is pretty similar, right? Uh, or same. Right. And, uh, and he's, he's got like, the same thing. yeah, so he's got this, uh, like this headband on and, uh, he, they get a signal, uh, on their hailing channel. And so Uhura turns on the radio and it's, uh, the guy that they see on the, the screen and he says that that eons have passed and what has been written has come about and so kirk just he's like hey i'm captain kirk you know your your hands grabbing my ship and the dude just cuts him off and he's, he's like yeah you know you guys have made me proud and you can rest and you know after all this time you finally made it out here and so like kirk is again like hey um i'm I don't yeah. consent. <laughs> this is this is not a consent. <laughs> Take your yeah. hands off no my chair. Another consent. another big hand comes out of the, get, the get ship and smacks the other hand. It's like no, <laughs> <laughs> no, get your hand off me. And, uh, you didn't ask for consent first. Yeah, so like Kirk tries to talk to him again, and the guy just is. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna drink some wine, and uh, we're gonna listen to some some bomb ass music. Like you guys drop by here, we're gonna listen to, like t- Pantera and shit." And uh, exactly, he's just ignoring Kirk. And so Kirk is like, are you the one that stopped my ship? And then the dude's like, yeah, it was that was me. It's, it's my big fucking hand up there. And uh, so Kirk's <laughs> like, OK, can you let us go then? And the guy's like, "Nah, you guys lack patience. I'm just going to hang on to you for a little bit longer. It's like a life lesson or something. So uh, Kirk warns him. He's like, OK, well, you know, we can't we will defend ourselves. And this is uh, so the dude gets pissed off and he's just like, hey, I'll, I'll fucking close that hand. Like, I will crush every one of you. Can you imagine like the shit that they've gone through and the way that they die is getting crushed by a giant green hand in space? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot, they, a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. A lot of different well, they're 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 sending their records to their superiors and like a big green hand out in space. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, they're obviously yeah. trolling us. They're, they're obviously smoking is, that smoking that is stuff. Scotty again. on What's the fucking on computer again. Is he the one sending us these reports? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're pranking us. Another godlike creature. Another one. Yeah. How many is out there in space? All of them. Every everybody. They gotta be humans. lying about something. Yeah, humans and Vulcans are the only ones that are, are not gods. Apparently, 
Yeah, everybody else is. Yeah, so we get Romulans. We get reports from Scotty that pressure is building up in the ship because the hand is squeezing them, and it just continues to build, and everybody starts feeling the the effects of it. They're all like, "Ah, oh, my head and whatnot." And uh, I'm pretty sure that's verbatim. Somebody did say that. And uh, Kirk decides he's like, "Okay, like you, you win, guy on the screen. You can stop squeezing the ship." And so the guy invites the crew to join them on his planet, but he says Spock is not allowed to join because Spock reminds him of Pan, and Pan always bored him. Pan from Dragon Ball Z? She's so cute. I she bored me too. I did not like her. Um, <laughs> oh, was I thinking like like, uh, like uh like <laughs> oh yeah, like, like, like Pan from like the Lost like Boys, Peter, like Peter Pan or whatever. I don't, I didn't get the reference. I, is there? I don't know my Greek I gods. There I, is a, pan. I believe there is a Pan in uh, Greek mythology, but okay, I can't I remember said, what you know. I didn't his get role the reference. He probably had pointy ears. Confused. Yeah, I bet he had yeah, uh, pointy ears. So okay. Um. Let's let's see. Hold on, we'll look it up. That's phones are amazing. Um, in Greek religion and mythology, Pan is the god of the wild, shepherds and flock, rustic music and impromptus, and companion of the nymphs. No wonder he didn't like him because he did not like rustic music. Oh. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like the empty nymphs. No, he? yeah, he, he no, likes he, something he, more up tempo. You know, up tempo. Okay. So yeah. yeah. I see oh, he likes his lighter. Yeah. So after just more words from the guy, it was a lot of words. Uh, he just disappears. And then Kirk's like, well, I guess we got to go down to this planet somewhere. Like, well, I don't know if they know exactly where to go. They're just going to go to the planet. So uh, so Kirk and McCoy and Scotty and Carolyn and for some reason, fucking Chekhov uh, beam down to the planet. And then they find the guy from the screen sitting in the garden, like pergola kind of thing, uh, surrounded by uh, just some ancient Greek roman looking statues and pillars and uh he starts talking about the guy's like oh i've been waiting for this moment and he starts talking a little bit about earth and i don't know i checked out of this episode i fucking hated this fucking yeah, one of these one of the things about this show is uh they're very sexist about a lot of stuff but they're very good at like making women fawn over men as much as making yeah. men fawn over women a lot like they can't yeah. control themselves around certain species and people or whatever. Because I saw that coming. I'm like, why is this chick on this episode? I thought about that as soon as she was here. I was like, I don't even know who she is. And then I saw the guy. I was like, oh, okay. It's going to be some dumbass lovesick thing going on because. Well, they gave her they backstory her. being, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, like a, a Greek mythology yeah, expert. Yeah, Greek mythology and... expert. Didn't, didn't he use this before with somebody else with a girlfriend in love with, the char- with somebody else? And it was like a. Uh, it was some kind of character from a different time, and she fell in love with them or something. It was a uh, man. It was it was Khan. Well, oh yeah, yeah, Khan. Back when Khan was here. Yep, space yeah, seed. Back, yeah, back when Khan. Yeah, the she was like some kind of expert at that time. Yeah, she was or yeah, an expert. Yeah. And then, and then wow. he fell in love so, with yeah, them because they, she they reused it. Yeah, so the, yep. that, so that kind of was the whole idea for this one too. That's why I was like, oh, that's kind of a way. Like I seen it before, so it, it, yeah. that stuck in my head immediately. Yep. Um. So yeah, Homeboy stands up here and he just says that he's Apollo and then uh, Kratos comes out and rips his head off and throws it across the, the earth and like, that's that. Uh, well, that. You know, that's that's why uh, there are no other Greek gods because Kratos just wiped them out. No, no, I didn't run away. Yep, he got sick of this Kratos shit. We know his story. Yep. So uh, yeah, so um, Apollo notices Carolyn and uh, he says that Earth is the mother of the most beautiful of women in the universe and uh, that that fact has not changed um so he goes on to infer that zeus and athena and aphrodite and artemis had traveled and himself obviously had traveled to earth five thousand years ago which kind of leads to this whole like this is you know they they are like they're the real 
you know, the gods were not, it's like, it's not a mythology thing. Like they were real or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so Kirk just, he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to know like what Apollo wants from them. And Apollo just tells him, Hey, you guys, uh, you're not allowed to go anywhere. So Kirk tries to contact the ship and Apollo has disabled uh, Kirk's communicator. And he tells Kirk that he, he wants the crew to worship him. So, which he's doing a really bad job because he's just being a dick at, to, up to this point. I think you yeah, have to God's though, if you're God, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to be an I asshole. Mean, if, well, uh, I'm, if I'm assuming. Be, if you want people to worship you, though, you should be a good guy. No, you should be a feared guy. You can do it through fear. fear. Yeah, you can do. It, yeah. yeah, you can do it through. You can do it through both. Yeah. But I think I think fear is probably easier. A lot, a lot of times, uh, it's a it's through fear to other things. So I think fear works too. Either or. Yeah. Um, so Kirk gets mad because he's, he wants to be the only one that the people worship. And he says that, uh, <laughs> Apollo has a lot to learn. And so Apollo gets mad and just gets real fucking big. Like he just grows <laughs> into like a skyscraper. He just turns real big. They'll be like, Oh, she, he's a grower. Mr. Fantastic, huh? <laughs> yeah. Growing, oh, Ant-Man over here. And I, I feel bad cause he was wearing like classic, you know, like Robin or Roman, like toga and they're standing right underneath him. That's why she's like, oh, oh no yeah. I'll go with him. Yeah. Yes, I, I definitely want to be with this guy. He's the guy for me. Yeah, Carolyn's like, wait a, wait a minute here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get too hasty. <laughs> so yeah, forget Scotty. I'm definitely here for you. Yeah, this whole episode is just fuck you, Scotty episode is all it is. And that's why yeah. part of, probably why Warhol. I hate it. Uh, so yeah, he gets real big. And then uh, we go to commercial break, come back, and we're on the Enterprise. And Uhura is trying to contact the landing party, but to no avail. So Spock gives orders to try to get things working and to get them away from the hand. So we go back to the planet and Apollo just disappears. Like he's just like, all right, I left something in the oven. I got to go. And uh, Kirk asks Carolyn what she knows about Apollo since she's the ship's archaeology and anthropology officer. So she just happened to be around like right at the the perfect time. And uh, she just rattles off. Yeah, she just rattles off some shit about uh, Apollo that I'm, I'm I didn't I skipped over a lot because there's a lot of dialogue on here, and uh, so I'm gonna paraphrase a lot of this. Just just yeah, facts about Apollo and uh, the rest of the crew is just like taking readings of the area on their tricorders, and so Kirk for some reason he refuses to accept the fact that Apollo could just be this god, and he's like, well, he's got to have a power source somewhere, right? Because you know everything else we ever came across did, and. Uh, yep. He, Everywhere so far, that's I'm gonna wear power source, even though like the computer planet and everything. Yeah, well, Charlie didn't have a power source, and uh, Gary Mitchell didn't have a power source, so uh, fuck the, him. The, the, you the you think Kirk should ask what his power level is? Yes, <laughs> power level one thousand. Yeah, ten thousand and one. No. Yeah. What am I gonna do here? So, Very joke. Don't yeah, he, if you guys don't get the reference, you'll get it. If you don't, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Kirk poses a theory to McCoy that Apollo might be the real god Apollo. And so then Apollo comes back and he's just chilling in his chair. And uh, he demands the crew's loyalty and tribute and worship in exchange for their life in paradise. So Kirk is, uh, he says he's open to talking it over, but Apollo is just not willing to negotiate. And Apollo says that uh, people on the Enterprise are also his to save or cherish or save and cherish or to destroy at his own will. So basically just, you know, using the the people in the Enterprise as leverage to try to get Kirk to worship him. Yeah, so, by threatening them. Just, you know, threatening them, you're fucked up now. It's Kirk. Once you threaten yeah. him, he, he's yep. like, oh, I can get rid of him quick. Yep. Well, he was more upset about his ship getting destroyed. Like, whoa, whoa, you can threaten my crew, but don't threaten my ship. Yeah, that yeah. part comes a little bit later. 
So, so here, uh, Carolyn asks why Apollo is wants to, you know, wants them. And, uh, he just compliments her and he's like, Hey, what's, what's your name, baby? And, uh, he just starts hitting on her and Scotty's like, wait a minute now. We just had coffee, which means we're basically married. <laughs> so like, you cannot, you can't have my woman here. And he draws yeah. his phaser, which is what I love. Cause Scotty's just like, you hit on my woman and just fucking draws on him. So Apollo just, uh, he shoots some lightning from his, uh, his finger gives him the old finger lightning. And, uh, and I feel like uh, at this point we need to start the Scotty gets own count. Yeah, yeah, because it's not oh, a, yeah. a good episode for him. Yeah, um, Chekov, Chekov uh, points out that all of the phasers are now broken. So Apollo turns back to Carolyn and he says that she's beautiful, but like Artemis, her bow arm should be bare. And he changes her, like changes her clothes, hits her with the clothes beam, and uh, she's like wearing some like pink uh, Greek style dress, and she's fucking digging it. She's like, this is really nice. Like I could get used to this. I used to get taken care of. I used to be somebody for a god. Yeah, I don't even have to change clothes. I just tell this dude, like, hey, this is what I want to wear today, and it's just there. I I do reference this. uh, There's this filter, this soft filter they use every time they show a woman on screen, and it drives me crazy. It really does. It it it's so obvious. I don't get why they do it. I try to try to make them look. I I know they try to make them look dreamy or whatever. Some of those female on screen, but that little filter thing is going to annoy me for every every episode this next couple seasons because they did. they did TikTok and Instagram uh, filters before TikTok and Instagram existed. I, honestly, <laughs> that's exactly what it, it pretty much is. They put that little dreamy filter on it to make them, uh, the female look all dreamy or whatever, and it just becomes a tad bit, uh, tad bit annoying. It's so obvious every time I see it. Yeah. So it makes even more canon since uh, they're in the future, but it was filmed in the past, but they're just continuing what we're doing today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See? Put filters on early. It started, it started back we then, haven't changed that much mind. in a couple hundred years then. Yeah, we, we no, went to no. space, but we still use beauty filters. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, she gets her, her dress, and Apollo takes her hand and just leads her away. And Scotty tries to stop them, but Apollo just smacks the shit out of him. Like, literally smacks him off his feet, <laughs> like throws him across their, their little courtyard. Count two. Yep. And uh, Apollo and Carolyn just uh, leave uh, as the rest of the crew go to check on Scotty. So Scotty wakes up and he's worried about Carolyn and Kirk says that he thinks that she went with Apollo to do her job. And then he berates Scotty for not doing his. He's like, you didn't do your job. Like, well, he's just trying to protect this like chick. So, I mean, that was, what, that must've been a good cup of coffee. Come on. What is yeah. his fucking job? Cause he's like their head engineer. Why did he even go down to the planet with them? I'm not sure. Like, I know he's a head why, engineer. Why, why was he brought along? I don't know why he went. Probably cause well, they need, apparently they need they somebody to be a reference to on. Uh, yeah. And they didn't want to do that to Bones. So yeah. obviously I do. What? I do it, Scotty. Why even bring this many people? Down a, like, and if they did, would have took down like a security guard. They just would have been dead. Yeah, yeah, for real, this would have killed him. Yep, the lightning would have just it like evaporated him. He would just be gone. Yeah, I don't like this episode's little. You know, eh, we'll see. Keep going. Yeah. So so Kirk wants to know. Uh, he wants no more unauthorized actions against Apollo, and he he calls Scotty a stiff-necked thistlehead, and that's I'm I'm using that from now on. <laughs> a stiff-necked thistlehead. He's he stiff-necked thistlehead. That's uh, a really good one. Uh, so McCoy and and Kirk talk about how they think Apollo and his people were uh, highly just just a highly sophisticated group of space travelers that landed on Earth 5,000 years ago and that they were mistaken for gods. Even though he literally just saw this man shoot lightning from his, his finger, and he's like, nah, he's just really sophisticated, that's all. <laughs> well, uh, so but here's the thing, though. By this time, he's already made enough uh, creatures 
to have that yeah. idea. Because so many people he's met that have uh, become gods in their own culture have been regular people. If you remember, a couple times, you know, like when we went to the planet that um had where there was no violence, and then yeah. like the people, so the people couldn't do stuff like it was like controlled by technology, but they, like it was the, oh the gods won't let us and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, I think a lot he's met enough people by now to be like, okay, there's no way this is real. It has to be some kind of something going on, and I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, and that's fair. But on the other hand, he just saw him grow to be a hundred feet tall and shoot fucking lightning from his hands. <laughs> he's just like, nice, nah, just yeah, really but, sophisticated. Yeah, but project. But got to think about all things he's been through, like the projection that other other places put up to make him think uh, the place is different, or or people having powers, or people having like all this stuff going on with them everywhere. So I, I wouldn't be right for him to assume, but you know what, this probably isn't real. I've been through enough crap before, and every time I go through something, there's always a power source, always a reason behind what I'm seeing. Even when he had to, do, he fought the he fought the damn uh, lizard, and it was yeah. the people who were seeing who would kill each other. You know that that was a, it was a big sophisticated a godlike creature checking on how they act. You know, yeah, so like and- everything's been a. Everything's been a big reference on a big test. So I assume that anytime he sees a guy, he thinks, you know what, they're probably just more more technology advanced than we are, and then we we'll have to we have to uh, study study and understand them. And to, and to be fair, uh, spoiler alert, he's he's right anyway. So, <laughs> so he, yeah. he wasn't yeah, wrong yeah. in this instance. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kirk is also the god killer. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Kirk, uh, Captain Kirk, Kirk Kratos. Godslayer. Yeah, yeah he, Kirk, Kirk is Kratos. Kratos. Yeah, he just. <laughs> But he's just not going after, like, Roman gods and shit. He's going after the the universal gods. Like, he's just traveling the universe, slaying the gods. Uh, Now that's the idea for the next show. Kurt Kurt the the God of War? Yeah, Kurt Godslayer. (laughs) You you just go planet planet slaying gods as Kurt? Yep. I'm not for that I mean, he he is anyway. That's basically what this series is. Uh, That's a good point. I don't don't think he's going to call Spock boy, though. Like, boy. Yeah. Yeah, Say bones instead of boy. It's all right. Yeah. So back on the ship, uh, Spock and Sulu are not having any luck breaking free of the uh, hands grip on them. So they, Sulu probably just tried to move like slightly right or something, and that didn't work either. And uh, Uhura is trying to get their communications back online. So uh, Sulu picks up, uh, or not so, but also uh, Sulu picks up a radiated energy pulsation on the planet. And they can't find the power source for it. So Spock suggests that Sulu scan the whole planet to find out where the source is not, which would then help them figure out where it is. So uh, back on the planet, uh, we're, apparently they went to Ohio again for some reason. Like the all the shrubbery and all that just says that they're back in Ohio. Uh, and Apollo is still hitting on Carolyn. I feel like at this point he's got her, but he's still like he doesn't know when to stop. So yeah, he, he's still trying way too hard. It's been a while. It's been a couple thousand years. His game's off, you know. <laughs> yeah, his, his mojo's off. It's been a couple thousand years, so you know. I get yeah, right. he, he's not. Yeah, he he has trouble reading signs. Uh, so she just she asks what happened to the other gods, and Apollo just says that they're gone, and he explains that uh, people on Earth stopped worshiping them, and that the gods need love and admiration and and worship to survive, basically like humans need food. So he. It goes on to explain that they returned home, but they didn't have the strength to leave their home again. And some of them just gave up because they had nobody there to worship them. Why couldn't they just worship each other? Just like a worship circle. <laughs> I don't that know. That sounds really bad. Yeah. Yes. I'm about to say the same thing. Hey, you want a worship circle? Yeah, it's just a, it's a circle. It's a worship circle. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Just, you know, a bunch of people get together no. and worship each other. Nah, there's something wrong with 20, that, sir. 2022, Dan. Jeez. No, it's, wrong with it's that. like it's just a prayer circle. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
Yeah, he says that he knew humans would eventually come to them, and uh, he says that even 5,000 years ago, the gods took mortals to love and to care for, and he says that they were gods of passion and love, and then he uh, starts sucking Carolyn's face. Like, they're just making out. He's an African scent, sir. He's an African scent. Back up. (laughs) She she was into it, though. She, She consented. She kissed back. Oh, I see. Oh, so if you, if you start to kiss first, they kiss back. And then <laughs> everything's all good. He, he, like, well, well, she didn't push I, away. She was all about she it. She pushed me away. She said, no, don't stop. So I was cool. I, was, I, I, so I didn't stop, sir. Yeah. You know, this story would have been completely different for Kirk if it was Aphrodite abducting them. Like, well, he would, yeah. the goddess of love. <laughs> He'd be worshipping her. I, yeah, I kind of no wish, I mean, I hate to say that, but I kind of wish this was a Kurt uh, episode. Like, Kurt and, Sp- and Scotty fighting over the same uh, chick or something. Like, yeah. A guy like guy like Aphrodite or something that'd be really cool. Kirk plays the savior too much, and he rarely ever needs saved. But when he does need to be saved, it's not that anyone gets him out of the situation he's in, and he doesn't get out of the situation he he's in. Uh-huh. He gets out through happenstance, like some divine intervention always comes through to save Kirk. Of course, plot armor. Yep, that. Yep. So, so yeah, we go back to Kirk, and the, he and his crew are discussing their findings of the energy field. And Chekhov explains that uh, some creatures can generate and control enemy without harming themselves, like the electric eel on Earth or the giant dry worm on Antos 4. I want to see the giant dry worm on Antos 4. Uh, but they think... When, when I heard that, I, I, I kind of thought of the movie's Tremors for some odd reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Just space tremors. Um, So they think that Apollo can tap into... Uh, some sort of power and use it without harming himself, uh, but they need to find the source of the power. So McCoy talks about his readings on Apollo, and he says that Apollo is basically completely normal, except for an extra organ in his chest that McCoy says he is unfamiliar with, uh, which is not completely normal at all, I guess. And Apollo then approaches them, and Kirk asks Apollo where uh, Carolyn is, and Apollo says that he says that's no concern to you. And so Scotty, who has promised to not take any more unauthorized action, picks up a small statue and tries to attack Apollo with, Apollo with it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He don't, he don't listen the count well. is up now to three. He don't listen well at all. No. And uh, Apollo just hits him with the old finger lightning and, and sends him flying away. So, yeah, he, he, gets, he gets fucked over again. Dude, he flew back like 30 yards. Yeah. Yep. He got railed by that lightning. And... Uh, Kirk tells Apollo that instead of worshippers, he's got enemies now, and he starts to approach Apollo, but Apollo actually uses the force. He uses force choke to start choking out Kirk. And he's like, be careful not to choke on your aspirations, Kirk. And uh, (laughs) Kirk, uh, he falls to the ground holding his throat, and then we go to a commercial break because they pretend that he's going to die the the second episode. They pretend he was going to die the first one in season two, too. Um. So we come back from the break, and Apollo is just sitting in his chair as Bones checks on Kirk. And Apollo starts to say something, but then he suddenly appears very weak, and he just disappears completely, which frees Kirk from his uh, chokehold that he had. So Chekhov, who I still hate, points out that Apollo looks tired, or or he looked tired or in pain when he disappeared, and Scotty just, uh, he starts to recover. So the group sits down, and they have a quick discussion about trying to wear out Apollo, they go, well, maybe he's got, you know, maybe he can't have too much going on and we can get him into a weakened state and then we can just just jump him and beat the absolute shit out of him. And uh, Kirk is like, listen, uh, one or more of us may die, but, you know, we got to give it a shot and it's not going to be me because I'm the captain. 
So check, check off your little man on the totem pole. Good fucking luck. <laughs> I don't uh, like his haircut. You're, you're almost right a now. non-character at this point I'm, I'm, amongst the rest of us. Yeah. So. I don't like to reference people's hair, hair as much as I, I used to, but his haircut is terrible. Whatever yeah. wig they got on him, is uh, I don't even know. It has to be a wig. Can't be real, I mean, that can't be a real hairstyle, right? There's no human that really rocks that hairstyle anywhere. Well, everybody has, like, hairstyle. future space hair, and then he just has, like, 1967 hair. Yeah, it's wrong. It's, it's bad. Yeah. But we go back to the ship, and uh, Uhura is, like, in underneath, like, the ship's consoles, just, like, doing repairs on circuit boards. And that I actually really like to see, because all she ever gets to do is sit around and just relay messages. And here, she's actually getting to show that she has, like, technical skill. Like, she gets to do... You know, like repairs in this area, yeah. so that's pretty fucking cool. So we try, t- she's always like touching her ear. It's kind of yeah. sound coming in, Captain, from space stuff. What did I do? Transfer. You know, yeah. like yeah, yeah. That's all she train. ever gets to do. Well, so. and Spocky, but and Spocky but acknowledges that you know she's the pretty much the only person that can do right. it. Uh, well, I assume that she does all the communicated repairs or whatever, and I bet she does. And I bet I've never noticed it because she's never actually worked on it before. We haven't seen her work on it in the season season yet, so I'm assuming she's the only one that can repair that type of. Maybe she's the the uh, mechanic for the communicators situation. Well, she does say that she hasn't done that type work in a while, so either it doesn't happen often, or she's not normally the one to do it. I thought that like maybe isn't that like more a Scotty's thing? Isn't that his job is to take care of basically all the ship uh, systems I, like that? I think I think enge- I think engineering. Well, you is, you'd is have to have system. multiple people. I imagine you couldn't just rely on one. Like, he's probably like the main right. engineer, but you'd probably have people under him that. And I'm assuming he also does the warp engine room. That's more important than what's the communicating part. So I assume he's yeah. most of his time there. But it's very rare. It's been long. We haven't seen him outside of that room that often at all. So right. I'm assuming he spends most times in the ship in that room only. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Sulu is still searching for the power source and Spock wants to try to put holes in the force field hand to see if they can just shoot through it. So maybe they can like punch a hole in there that they could get some phasers or something through. And we go back to the planet and uh, Apollo and Carolyn reappear near the crew. And Kirk and Apollo kind of argue back and forth a bit and Apollo demands that the crew uh, approach him. And so they just turn their backs and like pretend that they didn't hear. They're just like being like childly like defiant <laughs> He's like, look at me. And they're well, like, who no, they that? just turn that, that mosquito talking? Is that a fly talking? What's that in the air? Is that yeah. a fly? I, I can't <laughs> and hear Apollo's, Apollo's like, all right, one, two, like, don't, don't make two and a half. And Kirk, <laughs> Kirk just <laughs> yells back. He goes, Kirk just yells back. He's like, we're busy. Like, no, the fuck you're not. You're just <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy right now. Leave me alone. Yeah. And, uh. So Apollo, uh, gives them a set of tasks. He's like, all right, you're not going to listen. I'm going to talk to you anyway. And he says that they have to do these tasks uh, in order to worship him. And, and the crew all turn around and, like, start angrily approaching it. The whole scene was terrible. And uh, they just, they're, like, oddly just laughing and, and yelling at him. Like, just laughing at his tasks and just yelling random shit. It was really, really weird scene. Well, you know, what, what, what kind of guy gives homework to get worship? Like, hey, before you can worship me, you got to do these tasks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird. Like, weird, oh boy, I can't wait to do these chores just so I can pray to you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Carolyn uh, goes up and tries to stop them from like approaching uh, Apollo, and she steps between Kirk and Apollo before Apollo can do anything because he was getting ready to like strike Kirk down, and uh, Kirk tries to push her away, 
but she just keeps pleading with Apollo and uh, Apollo relents. He's like, all right, I guess I won't, you know, just fucking smoke him right here. And, uh, they all pushed her yeah, away. They're like, get out of here. You dumbass. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining her plan. So, uh, Apollo relents and he tells Kirk to make plans to bring his people down to the planet and uh, bring the things that they'll need to build some homes. He's like, yeah, get the rest of your people from the ship down here. And he says that uh, they can take everything they need from the ship and then he's going to crush its empty hull. And then he disappears with Carolyn. And that's when Kirk uh, turns it all around. He's like, you can fuck with my people and you can fuck with me, but you can't fuck with my ship. I think that this whole episode, like her begging him for not to kill them, whatever, this whole episode is kind of blah in yes. a way you know i don't like any of it so far no yeah uh so kirk says that he has one more idea but it's going to depend on carolyn's loyalty and uh elsewhere we go to apollo and he's just whining he's like oh they're not bowing down to me i don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to kill any of them but yeah one man listen <laughs> you want yeah. them to worship you listen bro listen i'm real with you kill one and the and the rest will fall yeah. in line. Yeah, just one. You're not thinking about this right. <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but sometimes you got to let the whole crew know you mean business. So if I go in a room, I went by listening <laughs> to me. They kill one person. They're like, yeah. "Oh my god, he'll kill us all. We'll, we'll fall in line quick." Yep, yeah, it has to be the strongest one. Episode. Yeah, I mean, you want to kill Kurt, but don't kill Kurt though, because they may they may they may, oh my god, our captain. They, they might, might they might come together because that. No, 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 no. You kill Scotty immediately. He can oh, run in his mouth. Check off. He has to kill Scotty because Scotty keeps attacking his ass. He's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's strike three now, son. Then I'll tell you what's going on. Bow. Everybody falls in line real quick. <laughs> put Scotty down. Put everybody he, in line, sir. He, you don't think that they might rebel even more if he nah, were to do that? You got you to you you kill that love out of him real oh. quick. Bow. Real oh, quick. man. I, I, humans like to rebel. I, you want to get him? Give him a line better kill kill the female. They'll fall in line real quick. She loves me and I killed her. Yeah. <laughs> she loves no, because then Scotty will go on a fucking drug so, induced so you, rage yeah, and he'll so kill that guy with his bare hands. <laughs> yeah. Scotty's like no L- LSD for you now. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah so elsewhere Apollo yeah he's whining to Carolyn and uh, he says that. He wants Carolyn to become the mother of a new race of gods, and then they just, for some reason that gets her all hot, and they they make out. Oh, yeah, <laughs> trying to create uh, some what uh, some more Herculeses, half human, half, yeah, so, half mortal, half god. Which I guess in every form of media means that they would be stronger than him, right? Because the the half rate, like the mixed races, are always stronger. Like Spock, for some reason, half human, half Vulcan, strong as fuck. Uh, Gohan, yep. half Saiyan, half human, strong as fuck. Uh, yep, that's, just, oh, that's a good point. The, <laughs> yep. The, the halves are always stronger. Yep. So uh, so we go back from commercial, and Kirk is trying to contact the Enterprise, and uh, Carolyn appears nearby suddenly. And Kirk approaches her to talk to her, and she delivers a message saying that Apollo wants them to live in peace, and he can provide everything that they want and need. And Kirk explains that they can't worship him, and that he needs her to reject Apollo. But she says, I... I know I just met him 10 minutes ago, but I love him. And uh, Kirk I'm picking him over you guys. I'm picking him over him. the coffee and everything. I'm picking him. I'm with the guy yeah. for years. I'm been loyal. I met this guy 10 minutes later, and I'm doing y'all dirty. Hmm. Yeah. That story sounds familiar. Next. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so she says that uh, Apollo is it's just lonely, which I don't know why he can't, if he's all powerful, why he can't just make some people to worship him, but whatever. Uh, but she doesn't want to break Apollo's heart. Nice lady. Um. 
So Kirk takes her hand. She, she's like, I don't want to break his heart, but I'll subjugate all my crewmates to slavery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's like, I'm not heartless. Wow, I never thought about it like that until you said that. Now you said that. Now, now it makes sense to me now you said that. Yeah, so Kirk takes her hand, and uh, he tries to convince her that uh, she isn't like Apollo, but but she's human like the rest of them, and that they have a duty to stick together. And then she goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> just, just, she's very easily swayed, Carolyn. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a terrible argument on Kirk's behalf. No. Well, no, it's a terrible argument in general. The whole episode, the whole story part is a terrible episode. Like you could have, I don't know. I just let's get to the end. I rant later. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we go back to the ship, and Uhura and Spock manage to contact Kirk. And Spock says that they've pinpointed a power source coming from the pergola that holds Apollo's chair. And he goes on to explain that they can create openings in the force field hand and fire phasers through it. So Kirk orders them to fire on the structure with the power source when he gives his, uh, an order. And Spock is like, okay, well, you know, it's danger close here. You got to get some distance from the power source when we do this. And Kirk just says, nah, I'm not really going to be able to. And then he just hangs up on Spock. He's like, I'm tired of living. I'm <laughs> just fucking kill me here. <laughs> so, uh, Kirk and Bones uh, talk about the organ in Apollo's chest, that organ, not the other organ. And uh, they think that it may be how Apollo uses the energy that he controls. So uh, Scotty expresses his concerns for Carolyn, uh, saying he might get killed when they fire on the, uh, that she might get killed when they fire on the energy source. And Kirk is like, okay, I guess we can wait it out. Cause for some reason you still have a, a thing for this lady. Um, Elsewhere, Apollo and Carolyn are just, they're still just making out like a couple of teenagers. And she starts asking about his evolutionary patterns and social development, which is the first question I you know, ask when I normal conversation a potential. Uh, I want to tell my boy yeah. Scotty, though. Hey, Scotty, bro. If you were a girl, you come to a planet, let's say, you take her out on a date, and then starts talking to another guy right in front of you and leaves off with him. And, and then you still, uh, maybe you need to move on, bro. I'm just yeah. saying, do me a favor, man. Just let it, let her go. Lost the whole planet. She can go with it. I'm sorry, but you know, she's not really yeah. for you, Scotty. No. Yeah, I really like how uh, she's just like, yeah, you know, hey, Apollo, tell me about your evolutionary patterns and your social development. Like that's like they just go from making out to that, and he's like, oh yeah, this is really getting me going. Like, let me yeah. make a bed over here real quick. What you never, you've never had that pillow talk. <laughs> well, the only yeah, issue no. with this reference of this female, which I'm going to defend women for a minute, they make her so naive in a way. Like she's so smart. And she's a scientist, but the moment she gets around a guy, she gets all googly-eyed and dumbass, like really googly-eyed and dumb, and starts following yeah. him around or whatever, like like that easily. And then, like, and then now she wants to ask some science questions. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just think this, that whole character was like not it's like kind of written trash, terrible. Yeah, ass. yeah, very, uh, very poor. Like, just her her whole character, yeah, is just not great. Um. But Apollo seems really confused about why she's suddenly talking about this. And she explains that she's a scientist and that she's only been studying him this whole time. But the only thing she's been studying is his tongue with her tongue. So she says that uh, she could no more love him than she could love a new species of bacteria. And I was like, fuck, that's really fucking cold. That's <laughs> nerdy. <Christ. laughs> if a girl said to me, I might, I might go in the corner and start crying. Yeah. So uh, she walks away. You're like she's mic drops and then just starts to leave and Apollo's like, No, you need to stay here and she's like, nah, and just goes anyway. And so Apollo gets really mad and he summons a storm. So is a tantrum. Yeah. And so we go to uh Spock and he calls Kirk to tell him about the storm. He's like, You guys are experiencing a storm right now and, and Kirk's like, Okay, like go ahead and get ready to fire on my signal and it's like <laughs> it's like he literally fucking calls him. He's like 
hey bro storming outside and like kirk's standing in it and he's just like yeah yeah thanks yeah, i know <laughs> thank you thank you for the heads up man i just don't understand what's going on at all he- like it- yeah, it was a lot of back and forth here. They, they, it's the same thing that they always had trouble with, and that's that they take forever to draw thing, like to draw out the the main plot, and then they have to wrap it up really, really quickly. Yeah. So that that's what we're going through. So, uh, Scotty pleads to go find Carolyn, and and Kirk says no, you you stay here, and uh, Apollo appears as a giant in the sky, <laughs> which. He's kind of like the Mortal Kombat 2 guy, or like the guy that popped up at the end of Mortal Kombat. Well, who, which guy was that? Shao Kahn? Or, uh, Shao Kahn. Yeah, yep. He pops up, says that he's ready for the tournament. And uh, he, uh, he the, the giant, I, I, it's been like two weeks since I watched this, but somebody approaches Carolyn. I think the giant version does. And uh, Kirk orders Spock to fire the phasers now, and the, uh, the ship fires on the pergola that's nearby. And Apollo uh, shows up and tries to stop the ship, but they just continue firing. And then uh, Scotty sees Carolyn, and he runs to take her to shelter from the imminent explosion. And then we get some uh, some shots of the bridge as it's rocking around, and then like the the big hand disappears. And uh, the whole time, like they're just firing. Like the music is insane. It's actually a decent scene. Like the the pacing's really good, and the music's crazy, and like you can tell it's really high stakes and shit's going crazy. And Spock is just fucking straight chilling in that chair, like nothing is going on at all. He's standing in the in the power pose, I call it. When I'm like standing there with my yeah. my, it's the pose I use all the time when I'm sitting there, like yo, I'm gonna lose my mind, but I'm gonna stay calm. Like I do, I do all the time to calm myself down. I, I stand there like that. So it's funny he's doing that. That's kind of my thing to do whenever I'm I'm gonna lose my mind on somebody. Yeah, it's just, this shit's no big deal to him. But uh, the pergola gets destroyed, and Apollo approaches the rubble, and he just starts to cry. And uh, he tells the crew that he would have cherished them and cared for them and and loved them as a father loves his children. And Kirk's like, well, we've outgrown you, Dad. And uh, he's he's like, you're (laughs) asking for something that that we can no longer give. And uh, Apollo gets really tall again. And then uh, he calls to the other gods and says that they were right and that their time has passed. And then he disappears uh, forever. Unless you watch the uh, fan made version that what's that guy's name that played uh, Edward Elric. uh, The recent not recently a few years ago disgraced voice voice actor Vic uh, Mon Mag 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 He anyway he has a uh, a fan made uh, Star Trek series on YouTube. And the uh, first episode actually deals with Apollo, like a really oh, old. Version oh, really? Of Apollo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like famous, uh, like anime cartoon voice actors in it. Uh, Todd Habercorn, I think I heard in there. Um, yeah. Anyway, so McCoy expresses his regrets, and Kirk's like, "Yeah, you know that did kind of suck." And he says that the Greek civilization and much of their philosophy and culture came from the gods, and then. Uh, that's it. Like that's fucking it. <laughs> they just they they go. So we get a ship, like a shot of the ship continuing on to space. They never even pick the people up from the planets. So they're all just stuck there for eternity, and the ship just goes on without them. Apparently, uh, you, you don't even get a corny like ending line between like the yeah. like Kirk and all of them. No, you don't get shit. Yeah, I just I didn't understand like why they didn't want to get worshipped. Like, what was the point? Because it, obviously, his power. He says they it, basically needed it to live. And that's not, but they don't seem they don't seem that way. After he stole, yeah. Well, his his story was that 
they they went to Earth. Everybody worshipped them. Eventually, people stopped worshipping them, so they went home. Uh, I said worshipping, not worshipping. Yeah, people stopped washing them. They smelled really bad. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped. Uh, people stopped worshipping them, so they went back to this planet or wherever the fuck home is. Uh, the rest of the gods basically got depressed and gave up because they didn't have anybody to worship them, and he was holding out for people to show up. And that's why he was super pumped when Kirk and crew came along because he's like, oh, you can worship me. And he says that the gods need adoration like humans need food so apparently you just kind of he's like he needs that to live that, that's all he wanted yeah i just i didn't i don't know i didn't like it no it's not great it, uh, that's that's the justification that they gave it's it's not great i, oh, I didn't like episode, it at all the end, the episode over now that it? yes that's it the, the ship just fucking I, leaves no I, I like witty one-liner i'm glad it's <laughs> yeah. our first i give my go uh, ahead paul's review Everybody, if you listen to the episode, I would like to apologize formally to for you watching this episode. Uh, Star Trek producers, they didn't mean to do this <laughs> yeah. to you. I didn't mean to do this to you guys. You, but this episode, I like to call um uh, dog doo doo, um terrible, um zero out of ten. Okay, and I've never hated an episode more as this. This is worse than that episode last season. I left my mind about. Okay, at least that episode, I, I found something in. This episode is terrible. And I, I wish, I apologize, you guys didn't have to watch this episode. I'm going to skip it. If you could skip it, I wish I'd go back to the beginning of this episode and say, hey, welcome guys, and skip this whole episode. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> like, this step, oh my gosh. I just, I, I, I'm upset. I wasted 45 minutes of my life watching this thing. Like, there, I can take nothing from this. Nothing. Like, I, I don't have the positive to say. Like, it'd be different. I don't have. One oh my bad one positive. Um, the clothes weren't terrible. That's is that, <laughs> that's what they, I mean. That might be one positive. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like none of the actors. I don't, I don't like any actor in this thing. I don't like. I don't like Scotty. I don't like. I don't like Kurt. I don't like Spot. I like nothing in this episode, people. Nothing at all. I just. I, I apologize. You had to sit through this like I did. I just man, <laughs> wow. I, I oh zero's rude. Maybe a one for the attempt. I don't. It's really bad. Like, like, how do we go through episodes being so great to this? Like, this is really bad. Yeah, they kicked off season one with a really good one with uh, a muck time, and then they fucking hit us with this turd. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a really bad episode. Like, my bad. I'm gonna give it a one. Zero's rude. Okay, I give it a one. It just there's if you watch it through, as you can tell, there's nothing in this episode to enjoy. I just man, it's just it's a really bad episode. I just yeah. Um, yeah, it's a skipper for sure. Like, if you're gonna go through and rewatch this series, uh, skip Mud's Women, skip this one. I think it's yeah. That that's really how I feel. I mean, I, I don't hate it as much as you did. I just didn't like it. It's just yeah, there was really no like redeeming quality about this, aside from getting to see Uhura uh, do a little bit more work, which was nice because I feel like uh, her character needs a lot more development because she's obviously an important part of the crew. Like, she's a main crew member. But all she ever does is put calls through like a secretary. It was cool to see her get to use some skills. But other than that, you fuck this uh, whole episode. Dan? As someone who's had to watch this episode three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And wow. It didn't get any better going through them the last two times. And this is, and I'm someone who likes Greek mythology. I'm like, man, you just, you killed something I love. I yeah, I, I didn't care for this episode. I, I don't hate it as much as what Paul does, but it's definitely not good. I, I, I wonder if they're going to continue uh, beating up on Scotty now. Like, what, did Scotty get his life in, in line, and now he's going to be uh, getting his ass kicked, you know, throughout the episodes? <laughs> he went through rehab, he and now they just rehab. pick on him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, 
like I said, the godlike creatures have been going a lot lately. This time, it was actually a god for the first time, technically. He had a power sword, but technically, it was kind of still a godlike, and I just, I don't know, just, I'm kind of over it. Maybe yeah. they'll, maybe they'll come up with, like, better ways of doing them, things like that. There, there have been a couple episodes that, like, godlike creatures have been smart intelligently, and it's still been really good, but this was really bad. Yeah, definitely not a, uh, a strong one so far. Um, yeah. Uh, next episode we're going to do season two, episode three, the changeling. Uh, I forgot to say it at the top of the, uh, recording here, but, uh, Twitter at WWST underscore, uh, podcast. Let's see. Uh, it says without the, uh, uh, the enterprise encounters an ancient earth probe bent on the sterilization of life. Oh, of okay, all that's, life. that's promise. That has promise. That sounds like a cool idea. So we'll see how that goes next time. Hopefully. If this thing turns out to be a god, then we're ending this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode will be our last episode. The last episode. Yeah. Is it another god? Another god? Another one. That's what it'll be. Our next ep- our next recording. If this is a- another fucking god episode, uh, then our next recording is, is literally, it's going to start with the intro music, and it's going to be me, and I'm just going to yell, it's another fucking god! And then it's just going to be the outro music, and then we're never going to do anything again. Another one. Every time. So, yeah, that's it. I got nothing else. I didn't like it. You guys didn't like it. Uh, Twitter, next episode. Catch you guys on the next one. Thank you all for listening. Give us a rating if you like, and if you don't like, just do it anyway. It's sick of telling you. If I have to say it again, you're all fucking grounded. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Later.